The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent mission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, the website is easy, jasonquallscfp.com. Jump in, be a part of the show, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Social media links are there, Facebook, Twitter. Hit me up on those as well. We're going to get right down to the basics of financial planning today. It's a topic that, you know, on some level, I feel like it's beaten to the ground, that everyone should know it. But I guess it's still a very common question uh, for some because there are still uh, these types of products out there. And the world has gotten even more and more complex in the recent years, I guess in the last decade or so. But we're going to talk about the basics of life insurance today first off let's talk about life insurance need and uh, life insurance you should own and this is not going to turn into right off the bat a whole life versus term insurance discussion we'll get there later right now we're talking about if you have life insurance through your employer which a lot of people do it's two times five times your income and typically very inexpensive and there's usually I think I don't know if there's any cases where there would be underwriting unless you want to buy additional insurance over and above what the employer provides to you but the issue with employer owned life insurance if it's all you have if it's what you're counting on in your financial plan I'm not saying don't take advantage of it they give you two and a half times your income and it's very inexpensive compared to the term insurance market I say take it you can make that quick comparison, call a life insurance agent and um, get them to quote two and a half times your income. Compare the rates to from your employer insurance to that of the market. You no know, best health. You know, obviously there could be underwriting or health issues that would change that premium, making the employer provided insurance more valuable. But all things being normal and equal, uh, it is best for you to own your life insurance away from your employer. And the reason for that is, is pretty simple. If you haven't already guessed it, it's because you could change jobs. If you change jobs, you're going to lose access to those benefits. And you're like, well, I'll get a new job and I'll buy it through them. But what if you go to an employer that doesn't offer the same uh, pricing or the same amount of insurance or doesn't offer life insurance at all? If we're talking about financial planning and making sure that you have everything covered, it is best to own your life insurance outside of your employer's plan. You can be in addition to, doesn't mean you don't take into account your employer provided life insurance, but typically, typically, uh, just the basic uh, non-underwriting amount through your employer is not going to be enough 
the the life insurance that you need as far as the amount it's not going to be enough and you know what's the amount of life insurance you need well that's very subjective you know there's there's 10 times your income 10 to 15 times your income here's a simple way one if you have a financial planner ask them they should be able to do a life insurance needs calculation for you with the internet today you can quickly search life insurance needs calculator there may be one still linked up on financial or financial coaching radio or Jason CFP.com. if you go to resources I believe it's still there but a quick search over the internet will quickly find you a calculator where you can put in how much income you earn dependents if you want to pay for college because here's the bottom line with how much insurance you need it all depends on what you want to have happen after you die and if you're wanting to replace your income make sure the kids get to go to college uh, give a significant or any amount to charity whatever it may be those are things that the general rule of dumb where you just take a, a multiple of your income 10 times your income is not going to take into account if you're not going to use a life insurance needs calculator because you're too lazy that's fine uh, I think it's silly because it takes probably take five minutes then you can use a multiple of your income because getting a multiple of your income 10 to 15 times is going to be better than you not having enough insurance because it will be more than if you just went out and bought you know, 250000 So we've talked about owning your life insurance outside of your employer's plan and why. We've talked about how to get the right amount of insurance. And here's another obstacle that many people come into uh, and, and to intersection with in their financial plan. Especially someone in the 30s, 40s, 50s that's still trying to save for retirement and hit a retirement goal. The more you spend on any any insurance, life insurance included, the less there is for you to save, the less there is for you to pay down debt. So if you do this needs calculation and it comes back you need three million dollars of life insurance and you make you know eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars a year. And we could probably bring that down some you know, because one thing a life insurance needs calculator will do for you is offset it by the assets that you have. If you have you know, a large savings account, large investment or retirement accounts, you have equity in your home, those are all assets that could be used after you die to provide for your family and replace income and do whatever else you want to have happen. But we have to, That's this is the moving target of financial planning. This is why it's not one size fits all. You know, going out and telling everyone to get 10 times their income in life insurance, one, leaves many people uninsured. Just relying on a life insurance calculator or a life insurance needs analysis, whoever's doing it, may come back with a number that, I don't say it's too much, it's just we got to finagle a lot of different moving parts here. We got to, you know, we want to achieve all our goals or make great progress towards all our financial goals, not get bogged down or slowed down. Uh, or let insurance planning slow us down on the other stuff like retirement. Because um, if you're young and healthy, the likelihood of you dying before you reach retirement age is pretty low. Doesn't mean it's not something you should worry about. If you have people who depend on you, it's just we have to 
we want to do everything. We don't want we can't do everything 100% in most cases, but we can do a pretty good job at a lot. And what I mean by that is we can still pay down debt, we can still save for retirement, still get adequate insurance without having slowed the process down because we bought too much term life insurance. I hope that makes some sense. If you're just jumping in, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. We're talking life insurance planning. So down to the, the question, term versus whole life. And it's not even that simple anymore. It hasn't been that simple for decades. There's universal life. There's variable life. Variable universal life. There's whole life. There's equity index insurance now. And here's my view on insurance, and it's my view on a lot of things financial planning related. And you may say, well, you're oversimplifying. Don't you say you shouldn't? Yeah, I guess in a way I am. So you get involved in the universal life and variable life and equity index and insurance, all that, whatever it's called now. You, know. you just make your financial life complicated. I'm a big believer of term insurance, and term insurance is going to work for most people. When is term insurance not always the best option? Here is a scenario. You make a significant income, is one scenario, and you are maxing out your 401k. You are maxing out Roth IRAs, either through direct contributions or backdoor Roth IRA contributions. We may get to that later in the show. If you don't know what that is, do a quick search. You'll find out what a backdoor Roth IRA contribution is if you make too much to make regular contributions. So you're maxing 401k, maxing Roth, you have adequate emergency fund, you still have the ability to save more and you're already doing things like a regular investment account, just a brokerage account, in addition to your qualified retirement plans. And there's still more. You can do more. And when you can do more, there's where a discussion of permanent or whole life or any life insurance that's not term insurance comes into play. Does that mean it's a definite for you? No. Any financial product, I should say every, every financial product has good things about it and bad things. Typically, with any, and term insurance does too. So you need to look at all the pros and all the cons. If you're in that high income, uh, big saver category before you decide to go down that road because you may decide the negatives outweigh the positives or you may said the positives outweigh the negatives but don't believe a life insurance agent they're the ones telling you all the upside and none of the downside if you have a significant lump sum and you're looking for a fixed rate of return using life insurance could be a viable option for that as well now the concept of be your own banker using life insurance to do that that concept's been around for a long time don't get you know tick-tocked into believing that it's the only way <laughs> it's, it's it's a strategy and we'll circle back to the basis of anything outside just the, the simple thing if you have a basic situation you you make forty fifty thousand dollars a year it's pretty simple we can we can notch out a financial plan pretty quickly you get into where you're making five hundred a million dollars a year you know we got to be a little more concise with how we're doing our planning and having someone who's an independent fee only cfp who has 
no dog in the hunt. You buy the insurance, you don't buy the insurance. Fee-only advisors don't get compensation if you buy life insurance. A fee-based guy might. An insurance agent certainly does. So a fee-only guy is going to tell your girl, is going to tell you what's in your best interest. Well, it'll be their opinion of what's in your best interest, but they won't be swayed by the commission. Assuming they're not getting under-the-table kickback or something from an agent. So if I'm recommending any type of insurance other than term to my client, one, we've already went through all the pros and all the cons, and we've decided, hey, the client likes the cons, I mean, the pros better than the cons, and we went over that, and they have decided to do it because they're in that high-income category. Another category of person that would be a fit for anything additional over and above term insurance, and they're probably going to need term insurance as well, would be a high net worth individual, someone who needs liquidity at their death for tax purposes or other reasons, charitable purposes. Life insurance is a great tool for that. And term insurance doesn't fit the build sometimes. So that should make it a little more concise and also not concise because there are no always and nevers typically in financial planning. It has to be tailored to you, and that's what an independent fee-only CFP should be doing for you. So after the break, we will get to that backdoor Roth IRA strategy. Stay tuned. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Back with you right for this. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. In the last segment, we talked about the ins and outs of life insurance, how much you need, how to find that out, what type you need, and um, why you need to own it outside your employer. And in that discussion, we talked about a high-income individual scenario where permanent insurance could be a better fit than term insurance. Most likely not, but could be. 
And that type of high income, good saver uh, scenario individual possibly and most likely will be earning too much income, adjusted gross income to make regular Roth IRA contributions. I'm not looking up the income limits at around 170, something like that. If you're married filing jointly, you, you make over that. You're not supposed to make regular direct Roth IRA contributions. And you're like, well, why not? Well, take it up with your politicians. I just, I agree. Why not? But if you find yourself in that boat, you still can do a Roth IRA. And how you do a Roth IRA in that scenario is through the backdoor Roth IRA strategy. And the backdoor Roth IRA strategy is this. It doesn't matter your income. It doesn't matter if you have a work-related retirement plan. Anyone with earned income can make a traditional IRA contribution. Now the question is, is whether or not that traditional IRA contribution is deductible. And in this scenario of doing the backdoor Roth IRA strategy, the traditional IRA contribution is not going to be tax deductible. So how we go from having too much income, not qualifying for regular Roth contributions, is we make a traditional IRA contribution. It is non-deductible. I mean, we don't get to write it off on our taxes for very reasons I'm not going into right now. Probably because you have a work retirement plan. Uh, one, you just don't want it to be deductible. And, um, and the reason that we don't want it to be deductible in this scenario, because as soon as we make that traditional IRA contribution, we're going to do a conversion, what's called a Roth IRA conversion. We're just going to move it. We're going to switch it from a traditional to a Roth. And since we did not get to deduct the traditional IRA contribution on our tax return, when we do that conversion to a Roth, again called a Roth IRA conversion, we do not pay income taxes. It is a tax-free conversion. So in essence, there is a loophole. If your income is too much to make regular direct Roth IRA contributions, you still can get your contributions into the Roth by getting into or contributing to the traditional IRA first and then doing a conversion. If it's the first time you're hearing that, you're like, what is he talking about? That's okay. That's why you need an independent fee-only CFP to walk you through it. It's not that complicated. It just sounds kind of weird. Like, how is that legal? Well, it's legal because it's just a goof up in the tax code. It's not so, This is the problem with politicians. It's an easy close, right? If they really didn't want us to make these backdoor contributions, they could easily close this. Uh, you know, they spend all their time changing tax laws for crap that, in my opinion, just doesn't have any impact. And I'm this is a great strategy. If it applies to you, high income, still able to make, uh, get money into a Roth uh, through the back door. That's why it's called a backdoor Roth IRA strategy. I don't want them to close it, but it's just there. It's totally fine. It's totally legitimate. It's used hundreds, if not millions of times a year by clients and financial planners. Um, so, that's it. 
here is one caveat to this whole thing that could throw a little monkey wrench into the scenario and this is one you need to pay close attention to before you try this strategy at home which I do not advise do this with the help of an, of an advisor if you already have money in a traditional IRA this strategy is probably not going to work and it's because of the pro rata taxation I'm trying to think of an easy way I can articulate this on the air let's just do 50 50 let's say you make a you're over 50 you make a 70 let's call it seven seven thousand dollar traditional IRA contribution it is non-deductible with the hopes to doing the Roth conversion but you already have a balance in your traditional IRA of seven thousand dollars once you do the conversion of your non-deductible amount the IRS is going to say well hey 50 percent of it is been already you know tax deductible 50% of it is non-deductible so when you do the conversion of your $7,000 then 50% of that conversion will be taxable and you can do the math the larger your traditional IRA be, that you begin with the more tax prohibitive the backdoor Roth IRA strategy is I was using a very simple example so an example of where it would be, be totally ridiculous if you have you know, a $300,000 traditional IRA balance, it's all pre-tax. Maybe it was an old 401k rollover. And you put $7,000 into that account that's non-deductible. You know, the pro rata amount of the conversion over to the Roth through the backdoor strategy is going to be mostly taxable. And that's the that's what we're trying to avoid with this backdoor strategy. We don't We don't want any negative consequences coming out. And you can't sell, single out a separate IRA. It's the whole pro rata thing. So do not try this at home. Do not try the backdoor Roth strategy at home if you already have a traditional IRA balance that would have all, that has no basis in it. I mean, it was all pre-tax money, old four old four hundred one k rollover. There is a workaround that you can use. You could move that traditional IRA balance into your current work-related retirement plan. You could move it into your 401k plan. Most of them accept the balances. And once it's in there, now you're left with a traditional IRA balance of zero, and you can do the backdoor Roth strategy that I outlined earlier. If you're sitting there going, man, that sounds like a lot, a lot of work. It's not. It's a couple pieces of paper. It's just making sure you don't goof it up. And you can goof it up if you don't know what you're doing and you already have a traditional IRA balance. But this is like anything else related to financial planning. You can goof it up because you're not working with the right people. And that could be tax people. And you know, some CPAs that they just don't deal with this that often and you know it does cost them some headaches. <laughs> there are some things you can do as far as when to make your contribution, when to make your your conversion that makes your life easier it's tax preparation but there it is if you make too much money to qualify for regular Roth IRA contributions you still could get money into a Roth and it grow tax-free come out tax-free assuming they never change the tax laws stuff you'll only hear on financial coaching radio stick around I'm Jason Qualls CFP back with you right after this 
financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134. Or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Spark with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio, the one place shooting straight on financial planning, no books to sell, no live event tickets push any financial products on you. We don't do that around here. We'll leave that to the other show. Financialcoachingradio.com is the place to listen to the show anytime, anywhere. It's also the place to click on email the show. Comments, disagreements are welcome. Looking to learn more about me, go to jasonquallscfp.com. Let's move on. Let's shimmy on to... It's just knowing better. You know, a lot of social media marketing today, I don't, it doesn't matter if it's a service or a product, you gotta just kind of beware. And I've been seeing a lot of like these tax planning strategies, like you know, a holding corporation with you know, out of Wyoming holding a bunch of LLCs and you know, maybe selling your house to a trust or selling your business to a trust to avoid taxes. And if you're sitting there, going, yeah, man, I want to avoid taxes, well. There is a fine line between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Any high-level strategy that's legal, as far as tax planning goes, it's kind of like the other segment. We talked about the backdoor Roth IRA strategy. It's not that complex. Just don't want to goof it up because you don't know all the ins and outs. You get into some tax minimization things with LLCs and trusts, and you thinking there's a way that the IRS is not going to get their money, thinking you're playing the game like a billionaire. Well, remember, if you get hauled up in tax court, you ain't got the money to defend yourself like no billionaire. <laughs> and you probably didn't have the people to hire or money to hire the brightest minds when it comes to tax avoidance. Be careful with these strategies. I'm all for paying the least amount of taxes. And in my opinion, the folks who pay taxes in this country, which is what you know, more you know more than fifty percent of Americans pay no or little federal income tax, and that's a stat. And the liberals cry, cry, cry about it. But it's just a fact. Well, they pay other. I don't care. We're all U.S. citizens. We all need to be paying 
federal income taxes. The uh, whole deal, whole system is rigged to take from those who make more to give it to those who do not. And there's, we could argue that all day long. But I, my point is, if you're one of the people in the top 5%, which what, you don't have to make much more than 100000 150000 to be in the top 5% of income earners, certainly in the top 10%, haven't looked at that stat in a while, you need to use all the strategies, the legal strategies at your disposal as you can. If you're going to try to do these complex things to just wipe out most, if not all, of your income taxes, probably too good to be true in most scenarios. And what you're really looking for as a taxpayer, and it's hard to get here if you have a job, not so much if you have a business, but if you have a job, is capital gain income. If you are realizing long-term gains and you have very little ordinary income that's where you want to be that's really how you minimize taxes for most regular folks who aren't trying to do these complex tax schemes you got to have a team you got to have a CFP CPA or an enrolled agent all working with you a know, state planning attorney an insurance person all working together but someone's got to coordinate all that and that should be your independent fee only CFP and you got to get a second opinion you know you're out there blindly trusting these financially financial salespeople there's nothing wrong with being a salesperson. They don't serve your best interest. They serve the interest of their employer typically first or themselves first. You don't want that. You want someone that's going to recommend what's right for you. Go to JasonQualsCFP.com learn more. All right, stick with me right through this last break, and I will wrap up the show. If you got a question, hit me up. Click social media links at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. are your investments costing you each year most people don't have a clue why is this extremely important because overpaying by just one percent a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28 percent you heard me right 28 percent less at retirement i'm commission free certified financial planner jason qualls i don't sell financial products I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com.
back to the show. I tell you every day. I believe I tell you every day. Should tell you every day. Listen to the show anytime, anywhere. Lots of podcasts. You got shows going back years, man. Uh, thanks to Brian and the boys, all the producers hung on to those shows. You know, you, you click on Financial Coaching Radio, go to archives, the, the link at the top, which I need to do a little better job of separating this out. It says most recent shows. That's where you're going to get chronologically the most recent shows. But you can go to the down there below that, and then there's old shows. And uh, some of those shows are solid gold, man. Uh, those of you who've been long-term, long-time listeners know the show is a lot more controversial back in the old days. We don't do that much anymore. Sometimes I will, um, but it's really there won't probably won't be a day you couldn't listen to the show and at least one segment and just snag something you have not ever heard discussed on other financial talk radio shows. So give them a listen. Financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. Most recent shows at the top. Click that link, or you can scroll down lower. Get a lot of the older links. All still there. Again, appreciate to WGNS and the boys, Brian, Scott, all those folks keeping those around. They could be worth something one day. Who knows? All right, I'm Jason Qual, certified financial planner. Get a second opinion on your investments, your financial plan, your financial life from an independent fee-only CFP. Go to jasonqualscfp.com for more. I'll be back at you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. More local talk is always up next. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS.